We find ourselves a couple of days before Tisha B'Av. It's also painful when the reality sets in. There again, another year has passed. When we haven't been redeemed, we're still waiting for our salvation. We hoped so much that this year would be different. But it just adds on another year and another year to the 1940 or so years. Hashem Yerachim. Especially with all the tragedy and pain that we see Claudius Yisrael is suffering. And we know that it all comes, it all comes as a result of the Chorban Beis Hamikdash when there was a discussion of making Yom HaShoah. So the Briskerov was asked, what's so bad about making Yom HaShoah? What's so bad about having a day to commemorate the Holocaust? So the Briskerov pointed to a capital that we say, to one of the kidneys that we say on Tisha B'Av morning, when there's a discussion of the destruction of some of the greatest cities during the Crusades, Ashpira, Ramaiza, Magenza. And over there, the Macronian says, But we don't add another day. There's only one day. I believe that the the depth of what the Biskarov is saying is that we shouldn't think for a minute if we would if we were to commemorate the Shoah or the Crusaders on a different day, so somebody would come to think that Chastasholem, that it's not a result of Korban Beis Hamikdash. And we need to know that everything, everything, all the tsar, all the pain, is all directly a result of Korban Beis Hamikdash. For many, many years, I don't know the opinion that. If we want to bring the Korban Beis Hamikdash to heart, which is not from the easiest things to do, because we're far, far, far from away from it. But the best example to bring it to drive it home is the concept of an embassy. An embassy has taken on, particularly in the last year or two, or three or four, has taken a lot, taken on a lot of importance as we saw that in the previous administration of the previous President of the United States, a long-awaited transformation took place in that the Israeli embassy was transferred from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem. And that was very, very important to, to the Israeli government because that served as recognition that the United States recognizes that the embassy, that the, the capital Jerusalem of Israel is Jerusalem. The embassy plays a very, very crucial role in the relationship between two countries. We'll take the U.S. Embassy. The U.S. Embassy, being in Jerusalem, fulfills a host of services for the people of America that find themselves in Israel. 
For instance, somebody needs to make a passport. Somebody needs to report birth and receive a birth certificate. Somebody needs to receive a social security. Sometimes a form needs to be notarized for use in the United States. And the United States doesn't accept notaries from anywhere in the world, except if it was done in their embassy. Visas to be able to visit the United States. And the list goes on and on and on. In the last couple of years, due to the epidemic of Corona, as you all know, the embassies have been closed and working at very, very low levels and ex accepting very, very small amounts of people. And there's a tremendous backlog in the paperwork that needs to be done. There are many, many people with expired passports that can't take care of their passports. And it's caused a very, very big problem for a number of people. Now, another thing that happens is that if you have a U.S. embassy, let's say in Israel, and somebody were to attack the embassy, so an attack on the embassy means that you've attacked the United States. Because that piece of property belongs to the United States, and it's governed by the rules that govern the United States. In fact, a United States citizen would be able to seek asylum by going into the embassy and he would be saved from prosecution, let's say, by the Israeli government or any other government. Just as we saw by this fellow over there that, you know, this espionage guy that's been running away from the United States for a few years already and he's, you know, in asylum in an embassy. And we see this over and over. The laws that govern the embassy are not the laws of the home state, rather the laws of the sovereign country whose embassy it is. So the laws could be entirely different. Very, very important to have good connection, relationship, and the, the embassy is what brings that about. We see all of the above by the Beis HaMikdash. HaKadosh Baruch Hu built a base, let us build a Beis HaMikdash. And in the Beis HaMikdash, the Jewish people are able to take care of all their needs. Let's say a fellow, Chas V'Sholem, Chas V'Sholem he committed Chilol Shabbos. Oy, how is he going to atone for himself? He goes to the base of Bigdash, he brings a crop with chatos, and everything is taken care of. He was chas v'sholem moyel behegdish. He took hegdish unknowingly, inadvertently. He could bring a crop in Osham. Three times a year he comes. Ah, he has a base of Bigdash. How beautiful it is to see the feet of Claudius Yisrael coming toward the Beis Amikdosh three times a year, the children of Avram Avinu. And Korban Shlomim, and Korban Oila, 
and a carbon toido. And we're able to bring Tanidim every day, and we're able to bring Musafim. That's a very crucial place. And we go to sleep knowing that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has atoned for us. Tzedek Yolimbo. Justice always reigns in Jerusalem. There was Lishka Sabozis that was on the other side. It had special guards, just like in an embassy, the guards of the country of the embassy, they are the ones that place guards. So too, HaKadosh Baruch Hu places the Kayinim and the Levim to guard the embassy. The laws that govern the Beis Amigdash are not the laws that govern a plain state. Asara Nisim, there were ten Nisim that took place in the Beis Amigdash at all times. You remember them? Ted Nisim. Vayipila Isha Mareach Besar HaKodesh. A woman never miscarried due to the wonderful smell of the roast and she wasn't able to eat it because she was not permitted. There was so much meat going around in the base of Megdash that yet none of it ever spoiled. Not even one fly. With all that meat, have you ever walked into a slaughterhouse? Oh man. The Kohen never saw Kerry on Yom Kippur. The Taisus Yom Tov asks, what kind of Kiddush is it that the Kohen Gadol didn't see Kerry on Yom Kippur? They kept him up all night. They gave him to eat only what he was able to eat before. They didn't let him go to sleep. How would he possibly be able to see Kerry? So the Taisus Yom Tov says that because the Satan sees that his future lies on the Kohen Gadol, so he leaves alone all the rest of Klal Yisrael because he knows that this guy, this Kohen Gadol, is going to finish him off tomorrow. And he forgets about Klal Yisrael and he puts all his efforts just to bring this person, this one Kohen Gadol, to Tumor. So then, yes, it's a nice that he didn't see Kari Yom HaKippurim. And the fire, the heavenly fire was never dis extinguished. And there was always a pillar of smoke that was rising from the Mizbeach and it was never moved. It was never tampered with by the winds that were coming down. There was never a psul in these special kabbalas tzibur of Omer shtealechem lechem aponim. We can have an appreciation for this. There was no problem for them to stand together one on top of the next, and nevertheless, when they needed to bow down, it wasn't a problem. After seeing the tragedy in Meron, Hashem Yerachim, you know, you kind of wonder, what about crowd control? But this wasn't a problem in the base of Megdosh. A snake or a scorpion never damaged anybody, never harmed anybody. 
ואומר אדם לחייבי צרני המוקרים שעולים בירושלים. A person never said to his friend, אוי, I don't have enough place, I don't have where to sleep in Yerushalayim. Little Yerushalayim, small Yerushalayim, had enough people, for, had enough place for millions of people. Millions of people came to eat Korban Pesach, yet there was room, logistically, everything fell into place. And these weren't the only Nisim, let's not even talk about the Kodesh HaKadoshim, where you, which the Oren didn't take up any room, as you all know. The Gemara and Yuma brings other Nisim that are not mentioned over here, that took place in the time of Shimon HaTzadik. The Goyal of Yom Kippur always came up in the right hand, the Korban for Hashem. The, the red thread, Yom Kippur always turned white. The Nehemiah in the base of Migdash and the Menorah never extinguished. It was constantly Hanukkah in the base of Migdash. And so on and so forth. Just, it doesn't, it's not governed by the same laws. It's a different place. It's a, it's in Yiddish, we would say, a Himmelish place. It's a heavenly place. The Reis Amindosh is Beis Chayenu. It's our heart. It's the heart of the Jewish people. It brings life to the Jewish people. The Gemara over there in Yuma, Davlamitesim and Beis, says that the Beis Amindosh is called Ya'ar, forest. Why? So he says that the Beis Amigdash was Malavlev. The Beis Amigdash had payers. The Beis Amigdash grew. The Amar Abayishi Abishor Shebana Shloim the Beis Amigdash not a called Minei Megodim Shel Zohar. He planted gold. Well, you might see him payers. Payers of gold would grow in the Beis Amigdash. The cave in and when the wind would blow, and when these golden terrace were ready, they would, the wind would come and they would fall to the ground. And Koyanim were able to have Parnassa from these special, special golden terrace, which stopped, of course, when the Goyim came into the base of Megdash. The word it says that they were malavlev. Malavlev comes from the word lev. Lev has is where the chayim. All the chayim comes from. Kihi base chayenu. Chayim. The model says that somebody that doesn't have children ever is choshev kemeis. Chayim is to bring Paris. That's why the base of Migdash is one of its one of its special attributes is that it brought Paris. Oh, the base of Migdash. The base of Migdash. Kihi beis chayenu, Hakadosh Baruch Hu should help and yet Hashem, Yibanu beis hamigdash, b'mehayu v'yameinu, v'sein chalkeinu, v'sein yosecho, v'sham navodcha b'yira k'mayolam uchshanim kadmoinios. But we shouldn't be uh, we shouldn't be severed anymore from the Almighty, and we should be able to serve Him and take care of all our needs and connect. In the highest way possible, when Hakadosh Baruch Hu will bring down the Beis Hamikdash, the Eish Itzato, the Eish Ato Osid Levnoisa, Amen Salom.